0: Not the least of our Christmas gifts is a the a precious heritage of Christmas carols. From the moment the angels sang the first Christmas carol, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth, goodwill to men, Mankind has associated Christmas with music. For every single time the story is told, there are ten times when it is sung. There seems to be no way to express the joy of Christmas half so thrillingly as to sing. Indeed, the verb to carol has come to mean to sing joyously. Hear now the story of the Christmas carol. In the days of the Middle Ages, when only the scholars could read, there were two ways of impressing the stories of the Bible on the minds and hearts of the people. One was through their eyes with the painting, sculpture, and stained glass found in such beauty and profusion in the medieval cathedrals. The other way was by the musical plays which were uh, acted in the churches. Of these, the nativity plays were the most popular. Most of the lines have been forgotten, but some of the music has come down to us in the form of quaint carols. Later hymn writers, too, have been adding to this treasury for centuries. Thus, we have two kinds of Christmas carols the ancient folk songs and the more modern composed songs, which perhaps should be called Christmas hymns rather than carols.
1: The true Christmas carols are based not only on the scriptural story of Christmas, but also often on the fascinating legends about Christmas time some of which actually have their origin in pre-Christian superstition. One of these tells that at midnight on Christmas Eve, the animals are all endowed with speech, and that they relate the wonders they saw in the stable that night of long ago. Another tells of the miraculous blossoming of the forest on Christmas Eve. Still others have to do with secular legends of holly, the ivy, the mistletoe, the Christmas ship, and so forth. The Christmas hymn writers, on the other hand, stay close to the scriptures as a basis for their verses, but do not think that they limited themselves to the story of nativity only, as found in Luke. No, they went back to the poetic utterances of the prophets. They chose some of the beautiful verses from the later New Testament, most of which contained similes or titles referring to some aspect of the birth of our Savior. His name shall be called Jesus, we are told in Luke. But what a wealth of other names we find the hymn writers using as they write about the Nativity. He is Emmanuel, the Word made flesh, the Messiah. He is the Prince of Peace, the desire of nations, our Savior. He is the light, the morning star, the dayspring. Let us then hear the scripture and sing the carols and see how the authors of the Christmas carols have told us the Christmas story in these beautiful figures of speech. Joy to the world tells of Jesus as Redeemer and Judge and calls the earth to receive her King with songs of thanks and gladness.
2: Let the earth rejoice, for he cometh. Let the floods clap their hands, let the hills be joyful together. Let the fields be joyful. Then shall all the trees of the woods rejoice, for he cometh to judge the earth. With righteousness shall he judge the world and the people with his truth.
0: 98 The Messianic Psalms. The music was adapted by Lowell Mason, an American in 1830 from two themes in Handel's Messiah.
2: Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call him Emmanuel, God with us.
0: an ardent missionary worker and social reformer who was not afraid to go to jail for his beliefs. The music is a stirring tune composed in 1867 by Henry Smart, a prominent London organist. It has been called an excellent example of the best in English hymn tune writing. The last stanza refers to Jesus as the desire of nations.
2: And I will shake all nations, and the desire of nations shall come.
1: It breeds a prayer that the wondrous star will guide us to Him.
2: Have seen a great light. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and the kings to the brightness of thy rising.
0: Christmas Eve service and asked his friend Franz Gruber, the schoolmaster, to set it to music. That night, the song was sung by the two men and a girl's choir, accompanied by a guitar because the church organ was out of order. The carol was adopted later later by strolling singers and became popular in Austria and Germany and in this country. It has been translated into 68 languages
2: I am the light of the world he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life Bethlehem Eptath, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me, that is, to be the ruler in Israel, whose going forth have been from old from everlasting. made by him and the world knew him not he came into his own and his own received him not
0: Phillips Brooks, after a visit to the Holy Land where he spent Christmas Eve in Bethlehem, he asked his organist, Louis Redner of Philadelphia, to set it to music so that it might be sung by the children of his Sunday school. To the surprise of both the author and the composer, the hymn was immediately popular and has been beloved ever since.
2: given, and Mary shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call him Jesus.
0: Discount this tradition, but perhaps here is an instance where the public would prefer to ignore the facts and cling to the pleasant legend. <laughs> of Methodism, should stress salvation when he wrote in 1760 his great Christmas hymn, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. These stirring words go perfectly with the famous composer Mendelssohn's inspiring tune, adapted in 1865 from a secular cantata for men's voices. Mendelssohn's statement, that this theme would not make a good hymn tune has been proved wrong by the great affection in which it is held and the inspiration it has brought to all Christendom. <laughs>
2: name Jesus for he shall save the people from their sins and to you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings.
1: For Noel is an old French word which is shouted as a sign of great joy. It comes perhaps from the word nouvelle and means literally good news.
2: O Jerusalem that bring us good tidings, lift up thy voice. Say unto the cities of Judea, Behold your God. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day. In the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord.
0: Of church music, Sir John Strainham. The re- stirring refrain echoes the angel's message of good tidings.
1: It came upon the midnight clear, tells of Jesus as the Prince of Peace. It reminds us that the angels are still singing to tell the people of the peace and goodwill Jesus brings to all the world.
2: And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host. Praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill to men.
0: set to music by his friend, Richard Willis, an organist who had been a friend of Mendelssohn's. It is perhaps the first Christmas hymn which presents the social aspect of the angel's song, Peace and Goodwill on Earth. The second verse gives a picture of what the angel's song means to burdened souls today. The third gives a vision of earth when the Prince of Peace is really acknowledged as king.
2: Father, the Prince of Peace. Was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, "Where is this king, born of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him." And when they were into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him unto gifts, gold frankincense, and myrrh.
0: This carol was written, both words and music, in 1862 by John H. Hopkins, rector of Christ Church, Williamsport, Pennsylvania.
3: Lord, he be still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light.
1: Gold is the gift for a king.
2: There shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel.
3: Lord, a king on Bethlehem's plain, Lord, I green to round him again.
1: Gift for
2: a God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Frankincense to offer have I, incense owns a day.
1: myrrh is brought to anoint the dead and thus is a symbol of christ's sacrifice for us
2: christ hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God perfume breathes <laughs> a of god
1: us that Christ was born to be our comforter, and bids us rest assured in his love.
0: This is an Old English carol which begins with the characteristic Old English greeting, God Rest You, Mary. We seem to see the carolers, or waits as they are called, standing outside an English manor house with a lantern and a piping flute, caroling in the snow.
2: Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth, and break forth into singing, O mountains, for the Lord hath comforted his people.
3: Dios
0: old Latin hymn dating back perhaps to the 13th century of the 20 English translations the one by Oakley made for All Saints Church London is considered the best. The origin of the tune is not known but it became popular in 18th century London where it was used at the Portuguese church.
2: And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth.